This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. It's time for the End of Conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon. Crazy East Dominican, you know, Vladimir, come on, yo. My cool man from the county of Dade, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, this is In The Conversation. This is Damian Lemon. And this is Ali Muhammad, the voice of your choice. What's going on? Hey, man. What's poppin', man? How you doing? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of sore right now. I'm feeling like uh, my fucking, uh, what's his name? From, from Buffalo Rapper. Conway the Machine, who talk out of one side of his face. Oh, oh! Well, you went to the dentist. <laughs> I went to the dentist today. <laughs> oh, they did. They had yeah, to do some real. Yeah, it was, it was some fuck shit, man. What happened? I want to know. What I, happened? That had to, well, right now she's doing a deep clean. Well, first of all, I was looking for a dentist for a minute. All right. You know what I'm saying? You know it's what like, does that mean? Because it's like, you know, you 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 finally get insurance and shit. Okay. And then you get a big ass book of okay. providers. Right. And then all it is is names and shit. Right. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? It ain't like a Yelp review. And it, well, when the last time you had a dentist? Did you have a New York dentist ever? I mean, yeah, but a while ago, about eight years. And you didn't look for that person? Nah, because I didn't really fuck with them either. Oh, okay. There wasn't no pleasurable as experience. So what do you look for? Is, now, let me ask you a question. And then when, I, when, when, when we first got the insurance, they, they didn't accept it. So, uh, you know right. what I'm saying? We skipped on That's over always that. the whack. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, what you were saying now? I wanted to be clear... <laughs> Were you looking to say you was looking for a dentist, right? Which, all right, even if there's no Yelp reviews, it don't take but so long. Were yeah, you but hesitant to go see yeah, the dentist? Yeah, yeah, I'm all right, hesitant to go then. see the motherfucker, first of all, because I ain't, no, ain't like a, a favorite place to be and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you hadn't been in a minute. It hadn't been, so it's like, man, shit. You was expecting bad news? Nah, I just, you know what I'm saying? I just, again, even with regular doctors and shit, it's like, it's... I don't. I like to pick my shit off of some kind of vibe or something. I, you know what I'm saying? It can't, <laughs> what you mean? Like I need a referral, like something. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? I need a something. I thought you meant you, your diagnosis got to be a vibe. Nah, nah, like, nah. Uh, Who I fuck with go be touching all on me and all, right. all in my mouthpiece. You know right. what I'm saying? Because everybody ain't respectful to your mouthpiece. Right. You want to be comfortable. Yeah. yeah you want you want somebody. Who Have gonna, you had a dentist disrespect your mouthpiece? I mean, I've had rough ass dentists and shit be really? poking you in the teeth and shit with this motherfucking shit all recklessly and shit. Not, you know what I'm saying? Just not taking their motherfucking time. You ever been in a situation where you thought, where they thought they put enough Novocaine in on you and then they hit you with the needle and they didn't? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, but you know what I'm saying? And then the motherfucker who don't have no type of compassion for that shit, like, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to end up in that kind of chair. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. You going through trying to catch a vibe from a bunch of names and shit. That shit wasn't really, you know, what I'm saying happening. But then I was on on the gram a couple of weeks ago, right? And and I saw somebody on the gram raving about this dentist. Okay. Like, oh my god, she was so comforting. Da 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 da. Right. I was like, that sound like the type of motherfucker I need. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I called. Right, hold your hand. <laughs> exactly. I called. Right. I say, okay. I looked that motherfucker up and called. I heard he was comforting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what you Cause she was on the motherfucker hugging, <laughs> hugging the lady and shit. Okay. And so when I went in, I was like, "Yeah, I saw that." You know what I'm saying? They was it was on the on the gram hugging you like they had a great time. Like you don't really get that with a dentist, right? She was like, "Yeah, I really don't get that with patients." But you know, she was, she was like, "That was a little weird." <laughs> yeah, but you know, hey, but was she, was she comforting? Man, she was cool as fuck. 
she like a dentist pimp. She's like a dental mean? pimp and shit. <laughs> What's a dental pimp? Hold on, she slapped you before she. Nah, nah. Like she was like, like okay, so we doing a deep clean and shit. So that mean they digging all, you know what I'm saying? They they doing a bunch they of shit. Getting busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They shoot you out with a bunch of shit and get busy. And so, you know, the whole time while she doing that shit, like, you know, I'm thinking like, man, this shit here crazy. You know, they dragging all on your teeth and shit, like put, trying to like feel like they pulling your skull around. Right. But then she's like, yeah, yeah. So when I was on my vacation and da 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 da. Next thing as I, she doing. As she doing this shit, I'm like, okay. She, and then, you know what I'm saying? Then she catch a little something. She's like, oh shit, I got a nice little piece right there. Ooh. I'm like, okay. You know what I'm saying? She was enjoying this shit. Like a podcast. Exactly. I'm like, okay. Yeah, you weird. know what I'm saying? She loved her fucking job and shit. Yeah. But. You know what I'm saying? She she So she does it herself. She's not yeah. she don't send the hygienist in. Nah, nah. You know what I'm saying? Hygienist just sets you up. She come in and do the work. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And um and like I said, she she like she loved the fuck she do. You know what I'm saying? And the way she talking to you while she doing that shit, you forget. You know what I'm saying? You don't forget that it's going on, but it take your mind off of just worrying about every sound, right. every fucking, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm so fucked with it. I, I fuck with Did it. Did you take the Instagram photo or nah? Nah, I ain't, I ain't <laughs> yeah, go that far. But I'm here on this podcast talking you about wanna, it. You want to shout her <laughs> out? You know, you know it's a uh, Amari Dentistry. You know what I'm saying? Nor, Dr. Noreen Ali. All right. You know what I'm saying? She a cool motherfucker. Mm. Fucks yeah. with her. But you know what I'm saying? You know, Dr. It, Ali, huh? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. It's a matchup, but you know. Interesting. Motherfucker didn't want, you know what I'm saying? Motherfucker talked you through the whole shit. Ain't just jabbing around in your mouth and shit. Just, you know what I'm saying? Just cause. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? So you ain't had no cavities or nothing crazy like that? I got broke too. That's That was really the reason why I needed to get in that motherfucker. So she got to take it out or they took it out? Next time. Uh Well, after I get the other side cleaned up, Uh then they're going to take that out and I'm going to get an implant. Ooh. That's real shit right there, son. Yeah, son. That's... Damn. I don't know how that's going to yeah. go. Because right now, I'm already half-faced. I, yeah, right now. <laughs> Be strong, brother. But you know what I'm saying? The, the main thing about it, though, like the whole point of the whole shit of even bringing it up was that, you know what I'm saying? When you really fuck with what you do, right. you know what I'm saying? Why you doing it? Not You know what I'm saying? Not, like a lot of people love some shit until they have to really do it every right. day. Until it feel like work. You know what I'm saying? Until it's work and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, <sighs> 10 years in, it's like, oh, shit, yo. Right. I got so much shit to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Why do you think that is? Well, I have a philosophy. You know what I'm saying? People felt like there needed to be like a musical drop. (laughs) Some shit like that. But go ahead. Like a lot of times when you get into a space where you're good and you're going, um, one of the things you forget, it's two things you forget. You know what I'm saying? And I I told myself to to never forget your, your first day and your worst day. You know what I'm saying? Because I got to a point, you know, certain times you get to a point where you're in the middle of doing some shit. It's like, damn, this shit, I got to do this shit and I got to do that shit. I got so much shit. Fuck. You know what I'm saying? But then you think about the first day you started doing that shit. The mm. first day you got the opportunity to do the shit you're doing. How excited you were And you're like, oh, boy, when I get in, boy, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know right. what I'm saying? And then, you know what I'm saying? Most times, there's always a day that's worse than the one you actually going through. Right. And even in that time, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you're dealing with your worst shit ever, you sitting there, you know what I'm saying? You 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 praying just for a little relief. You know what right. I'm saying? Just something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then then you realize you got the shit you prayed for, now you're here complaining about the shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, anytime I feel like I'm going to start complaining about some shit that I'm doing, 
I try to remember those both days. Because the first day, you you excited. You happy. That's if you, know? you are excited about what you do. Well, my thing is, you got to, whatever the fuck you chose to do at this fucking moment, you better be excited about it. You know what I'm saying? Because the shit that you're doing now is going to get you to your next shit. You know what I'm saying? Your, your today shit going to get you where you're going. So if you half-ass in your today shit, you know what I'm saying, you half-ass in your future. True indeed. But let me ask you a question. Is there... Is being happy about what you do, is that a luxury? You know what I mean? Because nah, people a, that just got a job because they want things. See, see. So they got to work. The problem is, just like with love, you know what I'm saying? People have a romantic idea of happy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, love and happy ain't some shit that just happened. Right. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no shit that you just sit down, oh, I'm happy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know what I'm saying? I love this shit. It's like, like I said before, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Love ain't enough. Right. You know what I'm saying? So happy is a fucking verb. So you have to work to get to happy. You know what I'm saying? You have to be good. You know what I'm saying? Happy, like people have this idea of happy where it's like you just all cheerful and you know what I'm saying? Me, even when I'm feeling like I'm in the grind, shit is crazy, my phone fucking blowing off the hook, I'm behind on my projects and shit. You know what I'm saying? I still could sit back and say, yo, I'm doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. here. I'm up in this motherfucker. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing my shit. Right. But that's your shit. That's what you wanted to do. My thing is, I mean, if yeah. you had to work, if you had to fucking bag groceries because that's the only place that was hiring and you just need money to pay your rent and all of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's a decision. A conscious decision you made. Right. And you had to be okay with your decision so that you could work through your decision right. and get the way you're going. So your steps. I've done shit I ain't want to do. That's my point. But my point is that if you made that decision, that's just some shit you got to uh-huh. do. Day one is probably going to feel like, all right, I got to go ahead and do this shit. But you- this ain't, It ain't going to be like, I couldn't wait to do this shit because nah, you but, didn't but see, never want to do this But see, shit. day one is you doing that shit because of what? You wanted to pay some bill or whatever the fuck you want to do. So you, you was you was sitting there thinking, damn, what can I do? You making calls. Hey, uh, you filling out applications. You doing right. all that shit to get to this little shit that you realize that you don't want to do. That you need. That you need to do. Right. Now, you know what I'm saying? When you fucking get, when you show up on the motherfucking shit, you got to get to it. You know what I'm saying? I've done a bunch of shit that I don't want to do. No doubt. I'm working on projects now that I don't want to fucking work on just for some money sometimes. And you get in the middle of it. And this is the reason why I'm even saying this shit. I made a post the other day talking about, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm behind on some projects and shit. And then I'm realizing that I'm in the spot that I actually prayed for, right? Mm -hmm. That was a post I posted. Mm -hmm. Now, within that, I'm doing a couple of projects that, you know what I'm saying, I wouldn't do. You know what I'm saying? It's just, right. you know what I'm saying, some little shit, I, you know, it was a favor, or, you know what I'm saying, some shit like that. And you like, and it's sitting there in your motherfucking queue right. of shit that got to be done alongside the, the main shit you're trying to do. And they want their shit just like everybody else want their shit. You know what I'm saying? And their money might not be as big as the other money, but I know that, God damn. But you chose to do that. I chose that shit. And That's I, all I'm saying. And I, every, everybody chooses their shit. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, nobody's really, there's nobody is truly a victim of consequence. You got to make a choice. However, to be able to choose to do what you love or to be excited about your choice, that's the blessing. Because well, there are some choices where you got to make them and it's just grin and bear it type shit. That's all I'm saying. It's like it's like Bevy said on the show. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? What show is that? In the conversation oh, okay. show. Shout out you know to Bevy Our Smith. first guest, Bevy Smith. There you go. When she was a receptionist. 
her philosophy was, I'm going to be the best receptionist I could fucking be. Right. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't her last stop. Right. You know what I'm saying? But because you were your best receptionist, you know what I'm saying? It helps you get to the next spot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It it opens up shit for you. Even if you look, uh, old Bozeman St. St. John was in the New York Times. She used to work at Apple. Now she's the head of marketing over at Uber and shit. She's going to save Uber. She's she the woman that's supposed to save Uber from themselves. Because Uber Woo! ain't really hurting. Yeah. <laughs> they, they only detrimental to themselves on the inside. But in her story, she talks about, you know what I'm saying, her family wanted to go to med school. She wanted, she didn't want to do that shit. So she took a year off and went to New York and was doing some temp jobs and shit and ended up in a temp job at Spike DDB. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, and it was basically the answer to phones for all the... Spike was looking for a new assistant and her temp job was to answer the phone filing all the, the uh, resumes and all that shit coming in. You know what I'm saying? And she did that shit and did it, you know what I'm saying, happily. Mm-hmm. And and Spike, you know what I'm saying, turned that shit into a job, which right. turned that shit into, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. she had motherfucking market motherfucker in Uber. So it's just about perspective. Yeah. you it's how you got to look at it. You got to force a perspective or spin that perspective. You have to, you have to whatever choice you make, and it's real, and that's across the board, whether it's the choice to get into a relationship, whether it's the choice to, you know what I'm saying, do a job, whether it's a choice to whatever. Mm-hmm. When you make a choice, you know what I'm saying? You got to stand by your choice that you fucking made yourself mm-hmm. and and be about that shit mm-hmm. and be real about it. Be the realest you can about that shit as possible. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of niggas choose to hit shit raw. I'm okay. going to hit this shit raw. That shit feel better. Yeah. Skeet, skeet all up in it. Uh-huh. That's a fucking choice. That's interesting. Keep and, going. And then when that baby come, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nigga want to half-ass the job. I ain't choose this. You know what I'm saying? But you don't remember the first day when you was trying to holler at him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you when you want, you know what I'm saying? When that shit was feeling all good and raw. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's the same with all the choices that we make. Mm. All right. My thing is, I'm just, I think it's about perspective. Mm-hmm. I think it's about perspective. I think it's it's cool if you if you can figure it out. You got or have some vision. You know what I mean? But there's some there's some fucked up jobs out there that people are doing. I don't want to point out fucked up jobs because I don't want nobody that work a fucked up job to jump in the comments and be like, why you job shaming? Nah. But there's people that are doing shit that they just, they fucking hate. And hopefully, hopefully they got vision enough to be like, or they got perspective enough to maybe compartmentalize the fact that I hate this job. I'm probably going to hate this job for a while, but this job is going to be the, hopefully the springboard to where I could save some money or I could get in the, the zone or get in the industry to it'll get me on the trajectory of what I want to do. Because mm-hmm. I do think that, you know, it's people that kind of work for themselves. You forget this. Everybody don't work for themselves. And everybody, like, being able to do what you chose to do or what you set out to do mm-hmm. is still a luxury. Yeah, but but when I when I made this little philosophy... I wasn't working for myself. I was working for somebody else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, I was fresh off of doing some shit that I just did. I was in a fucking mail room and shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was in a mail room doing some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Getting talked down to by the receptionist. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they looking at nigga like, right. fuck out of here. Get off the phone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Type shit. But, I knew I wasn't going to do that shit for, I only did the shit for like two weeks because, you know what I'm saying? But 
the two weeks that I was there, you know what I'm saying, I, I just did it. You know mm. what I'm saying? I learned the system. I ran through it. You know what I'm saying? I did what the fuck I had to do. I got my little $200 check, and I got the fuck up out of there mm. and told myself I wasn't going back mm. and took another kind of chance. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying this from a position of I I, I, I run my own shit, and I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm looking at it from that. I came up with this shit when I was doing shit for, you know what I'm saying? I was on the struggle, and and you know what I'm saying? And even in my own shit, I feel like I felt when I was in that struggle. You know what I'm saying? So then you had to really check yourself. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Every move you made, you you chose to make it. Mm-hmm. That's all. I I dig that part. I'm dig that part. I'm just I just think, and I just it's not even specific to just this conversation. I just think happiness. I'm starting to over like I'm starting to really look realize the word happy, and I gotta look at the definition of it. But it feels <laughs> a little bit more trite. Like to your to your point, everybody feels as though they deserve to be happy, as if that's the, the constant state. Right. No. You just old happy ass mother. Right. Like there's a lot of other shit: contentment, fulfillment. You know right. what I mean? Or shit, it's work. You're happy if you were, for sake of a better word, you're happy that you're not in a different situation. But you, when I think happy, I think of the, one of the dwarfs. You know what I'm saying? And like everybody don't feel and that not, way. Not. And, and you're not. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like a fucking dwarf. Yeah. But I feel yeah. like it's it's socialized with is you happy? You know how T I yeah. say yeah. like it's, everybody. It's definitely socialized. Like people have certain expectations of those letters. You know what I'm right. saying? That word. Like just like with love, they have certain expectations. You can't just say love. Right. You know what I'm saying? You just can't love anything out here in the world. But when you really look at it, like I, f- I forget what they said, it's like the the English translation of love is is not enough you know what i'm saying so it's definitely various degrees and various states of it you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying that you're working through but you know what i'm saying at the same time you know that it's it's uh a omnipresent energy that's going on you know what i'm saying love love is always there okay. you know what i'm saying even if you if you if you're off the path or if you're not happy or you're not, you know what I'm saying, it's not working at the moment, but it's something keeping you there. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know what I'm saying, that's even when, you, when you're working on your own shit, like you're working on your craft, right. you know what I'm saying, it's something keeping you doing the shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. And that ain't because you're in love with it every day and you're happy with it every day. It's just because you know that you're committed to it. Mm. And then the, then the commitment comes to work. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And then as you're working and as you you might see little results, then you're like, ah, oh, yeah, this shit is working. And right. and you be like, then you remember this is why I started doing this shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? It ain't it ain't working. I'm, my bank account's still low, but this shit is fucking happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You motherfucker call me. Just know who fucking called me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's how I was when I was on the on the bubble, like I would be tripping the fuck out because I didn't do this shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? This wasn't something I did. I just decided, hey, I know that's next. So I'm going to try it. Mm-hmm. And then when motherfuckers start really calling you and shit, mm-hmm. and then motherfuckers you be seeing on TV talking about calling your name and mm-hmm. saying your work is good, you're like, oh, shit, this shit, I, I might be all right at this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You might be broken in the motherfucker. But- you got hope that, you know what I'm saying, to yeah. to continue. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You're not in a place where this shit ain't going to never work. Because you know, no matter what you're doing, you're going to feel like, damn, you know I might not, I might not get to where I'm trying to go. And that's some shit you had to, you had to get the fuck up out your head. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that takes work. Yeah. Matt, you happy? 
Sounds like you're speaking to me right now. I've been having this whole debate. <laughs> <laughs> this is all shit I think about constantly, and it's not not, not always easy to get out of my head and just right. be content. Right, and, and it's not. It's never content. Don't don't get it wrong. Because like I said, when people hear happy, they think ah, oh, you just content. Like you said, it's, it's it's never a constant state. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't maintain a constant state without work, mm-hmm. you, without investment, without this and without that. You had to you had to be able to. Enjoy that process of putting it together. That's why they say that. That's the hashtag. Trust the process. But but of course, the the harder you work to actually be happy, the less happy you are. It's all about being busy. And I mean, like, if you, that's, if you, but that's a different kind of work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to manage your workflow. Mm. <laughs> so you happy, Matt? <laughs> right now, yeah. You're happy right in general, now? I guess. All right, good. Yeah. Just gotta be happy with working on happy. You know what I'm saying? Because the shit ain't gonna be there every day. Man. Don't be afraid to say if you're sad though. Yeah, don't because sad coming that shit sad. too. You could be sad and shit and happy <coughs> at the same fucking time. Not, not surprisingly, one a job that is not a very happy one. Going back to earlier, dentists are one of the highest suicide rates of any job. Do they? Dentists and doctors are among like the two or three highest suicide rates. I wonder why dentists. I know. I wonder why dentists have such a high suicide. Is it the halitosis? Because everybody hate them. Nobody <laughs> happy to go see their ass. You <laughs> like ah, motherfucker, <laughs> shit. Like okay, here's the the prime example of this shit, right? So I went to my dentist this morning, got my shit done. This is Doctor Ali. Doctor Ali, uh-huh. Noreen Ali. All you right. know what I'm saying? Shout out to Dr. Karatz, too. I feel like I got to shout my dentist out. <laughs> Just because. You know what I'm saying? Dentist reports. You know what I'm saying? You want to shout your dentist out, man? You ain't got no dentist, don't worry. Oh, I need to get one Get one in New York. It's been a little bit too long for me. Right, yeah, right. see? No, Only New York dentist. no shame. Now, I went to my shit. She was all happy and shit, doing her shit. Da, 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 da. That's what we're going to do. Da, da, da. Right. Then I get home. My wife like, you know, the kids got an appointment today. Same like, person? Oh, same no, doctor? So, no, no, no. They got their own shit. So I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I forgot about it. So I took them to their appointment, right. and and in sharp, stark contrast, mm. you know what I'm saying? Dentist the, as well. Yeah, dentist. You know what I'm saying? The shit. You know what I'm saying? The hygienist was in that motherfucker talking about she ain't enjoy what the fuck she was doing, and you know what I'm <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait. This is some bull. We you need to get. Came, I need to get my kids the fuck up out of here because this is happy some, ass some bullshit. And then at the um at the door. You know what I'm saying? They have a sign when you come in at the reception. We don't smile in this day. No, no, they say they say uh you know what I'm saying, you are responsible for the the attitude that you bring in here. Dang. And I'm like, why would they even have to put a sign up like that? I used to think that before, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, we've been going here for about a couple of years. So I'm like, why they got a sign like that? And then, you know, but I feel myself every time I walk in that motherfucker, I get mad. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Cuz then that the children's copay was high as fuck. You know what I'm saying? You, mm. you go in that motherfucker, you dropping hundred something dollars, and all they do is to me, they just look at the teeth and brush them. Like we just did that shit at the house. But beside the best, beside the point. But I just always wonder. <laughs> that was a loaded ass. That's besides the point. Go ahead, keep going. <laughs> I just always wonder why they had to have a sign that say "Check your," you know what I'm saying, your attitude your when you come energy. in. Yeah. Your own energy when you come in here. What kind of energy are they getting? Now, what's the difference between the offices? Is there like what are the stark differences you saw without being too specific? Well, because you said one vibe is somebody like just office wise. We're not even getting down to the dentist because you said 
obviously Dr. Ali enjoy what she do. Mm -hmm. But beyond, does it does it emit from her? Or yes, when it you definitely, first, definitely but, emits from her. But before you even met her, when you first walked in, you don't feel nothing. It's what's just, the feeling? It's nothing. It's How's kind, it look? Because it's kind of like it's one of them offices that have like four or five dentists in it. Yeah. Well, like, I don't know how, if that's how you're supposed to say dentist. It's all right, man. <laughs> dentists. <laughs> Bunch of dentists. Hood shit. <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we have like four or five different dentists in there, mm -hmm. and. She has her little space, and the other dentists have that space. And the reception is like for the reception for everybody. It's like a Korean lady, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's nondescript. It's just like whatever. Right. But then, you know what I'm saying, when you get to her, she's like, hi, hey, what's, right. what's going on? Uh -huh. Like she, it's her, you know what I'm saying? Right. Everybody got an energy. She got a great energy that that she brings to the table. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why. I don't know if it's just a pimp game is, is strong, but you know what I'm saying? She know what to do because- even the first time I went, she already sell you into the whole process before you even decide you're going to be in the process. So it's like, you know, so, you know, what are we going to do here? We're going to do your deep clean. Then we're going to do that. We're going to you know, sell so you a dream. We're going to do your implant. And then we're going to get to the fun stuff. You know what I'm saying? Then, <laughs> After we then tear you, through your ass. Then you come through every three months. And that, I'm like, shit, I don't even know if I'm going to be with you. But I talk I'm, I'm all, you like. know what I'm saying? But if you, if you just, you know what I'm saying? That decision is already like, you know what I'm saying? You gotta make the decision, but she already laid out there for you. A lot of other places, they they do the work and then be like, okay, your next appointment is This what you need to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like just like with the kids, they you know what I'm saying? It's like some type of it's like a scam damn near. Cause you take them in, they brush their teeth, look at them, and then and then they, they give you a card with your appointment for six months. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, man, what the fuck? Maybe it's just us, but you know. That was the start difference, you know what I'm saying? There you go. But, it's good there. You know what I'm saying? But whatever you're doing, you know what I'm saying? Mouthpiece. Try to try to, you know what I'm saying, enjoy the process of getting the way you're trying to go. As opposed to waiting till you get there and try to proclaim happy at the destination. You know what I'm saying? Happy happens along the way. I hear that shit. Yeah. There you go. Bird. What's happening with you? I'm chilling, man. I'm, I'm trying to get to the destination. I'm out here. I'm out here, vegan, struggling. What's I'm happening a, with I'm the a veganism? Week in a day, vegan. I'm a week in a day vegan. How's that? I How's feel like I'm going? vegan now. I you should, are. I say I can say that shit. Yeah, I'm a weekend. Shit. If you ain't, ain't no meat, you a vegan. I ain't no meat. I'm vegan. I identify as vegan. That's uh, what's up. It's been cool. This shit's been uh, it's been interesting. Cause like I said, we went vegan with no real game plan. It was sudden veganism. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, you know what I'm saying? It, it took some time. I was in that bitch like foraging through the crib. You know what I mean? Pickles and cashews and random shit. Trying to, you know. Shout out to my man Duke. Duke said he had this ill analogy. He said the zebra and the lion see the safari different. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Based on, you know, when you eating meat, every there's food available everywhere. Mm -hmm. When you trying to do this vegan shit... It it significantly cuts down the options, right? And I didn't know I didn't even think about. It. I didn't go grocery shop. I didn't know where to go. I realized I don't think I got that many vegan friends. Mm. Well, maybe my vegan friends aren't being available to me yet. Maybe they, <laughs> maybe they like he ain't serious. He ain't and, serious. You know, shit, I might not be. But um, shit's been interesting, baby. Uh, I will say, similar to the Blue Apron. It makes you consider things that you probably wouldn't consider. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Start thinking about various vegetables and things of that nature and whatever, whatever. But I'll also be honest with you. 
I can't wait to, like, you know, I'm trying to do this shit for two weeks. I don't think I'm going to stay vegan. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is just, the, this is phase. I just wanted to try it. Right. I don't know. I'm going to make a decision in, the, in another week. Right. But I've been in my Yelp bookmarking burger spots and shit like you know what I mean <laughs> you can't wait I can't wait to get back to the motherfucking to the to the <laughs> carcinogen that is known as beef <laughs> but uh it's all right man now, it's interesting my man I was I was in you know we on this tour and uh, my man Barclay right he out there he he's he's vegan now too Shout out to Barclay. You know, Barclay was telling us about that documentary as well. Mm-hmm. I think he had he had decided a little bit before he seen it, but the, when he saw it, sealed the deal. Sealed the deal for him. Have you watched it yet? No, nah, man. man. You afraid to watch? No, I'm not afraid to watch it because I've you know a lot of this shit I've seen. You know what I'm saying? As far as I don't need to see that propaganda. No, 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 no. Like I said, when you grow up, you know what I'm saying? Eat to live, Muhammad speaks. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm okay. saying? Okay. Like, you know, and they start talking about halal and how you, you know what I'm saying, right. supposed, to, supposed to do an animal and shit. Right. You, you see the other side as well. Yeah, you see so, the whole shit. So it ain't just them telling you don't eat pork. It's, right. You know what I'm saying? They show you that and then they show you, you know, how it is when you when you slaughter an animal wrong and all that shit. But whatever. Anyway, Barclay was saying that, you know, he had been on high blood pressure medicine. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. And four weeks into his veganism. Mm-hmm. He off the meds. That's why I've been hearing a lot of this. I've heard two weeks. That's why we did the two weeks. You know what I'm saying? In the documentary, they're doing two weeks. I think two weeks is a little hasty. I think you just want to make the documentary. You're like, fuck it, I'll do two weeks. Right. Can we get the cameras here? Yeah, it was like the other one was 10 days. Uh, fat, fat, sick, and nearly dead was 10 days. So, but it was it was a situation that got him there. It was like a Well, you know what I'm saying? Condition. He, well, that probably wasn't what got him there. He was looking for options as far as, you know, right. being healthier. Right. And I can't speak to, you know what I'm right. saying, his process. I'm just going by, you know, what I what I heard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just he felt like he wanted to make a change. Yeah. And then he made the change. Yeah. And, you know, four weeks in, he's seeing significant results. Shout out to Barclay. You know what I'm saying? It's a fucking lifestyle change. I'll say that shit. It's a whole lifestyle. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I might have to become one of the motherfuckers that keep food with them, like nuts and trail mix type motherfucker. No, you, you're like an everyday Ramadan cat. Is that what you do during Ramadan? <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna be out in the streets, you keep you keep your nuts and you know what I'm saying berries. You in don't the come back. across as somebody got nuts and berries because nah, I don't I don't on like, their person. Listen, man, I like because I don't because I grew up a Muslim in a Christian society. You understand? So in, in Miami, you know what I'm saying? So you couldn't be Muslim, like you just, Muslim you on just, the low? You just not on the low. It's just you You ain't just broadcasting the shit because it ain't really. Nobody don't understand what the I'm fuck you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Salaka salam. <laughs> Chill, nigga. Don't say that to me out here. Nah, 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 not not like that. Nah, but though. but like you know, what I'm saying if it's Ramadan and shit, you you ain't necessarily gonna be in a place that's gonna be like, okay, it's time to break fast. Here goes some food, right? You know what I'm saying? So you need to have your shit with you. If How that's long what you been fasting? Do. How old were you when you first fasted? Probably twelve or something like that. Okay, so you've been fasted for a long yeah. time. So like you know, what I'm saying when you're in high school and shit, you with your boys and shit, they know you fasting. They gonna go to McDonald's on GP. Three right. times a day while you with them. Oh, just to fuck with you <laughs> yeah, or just, just that's their lifestyle? Yeah, just, nah, just to fuck with you. Hilarious. You know what I'm saying? On any other day, you might go once. Horrible uh, friends. You know what I'm saying? They're going, ha ha, nigga, I know you want some of these fries. Damn. You're hungry, huh? Ha ha. Yeah, that's the type of shit I grew up around. So, you know, you just learn to stay prepared for your own shit, whatever you want. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. You got, might have to carry some shit, some cashews or something. What around. you doing for protein? 
That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking good ass question, dog. You know that that sudden veganism will fuck you up if it you don't probably, know what you're doing. Yeah, I'm fucked Your up. Your body needs certain shit. Well, I bought. Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm like I'm like a five percent of that don't do the knowledge. I mean, like I can't tell you what today's math is because I ain't really been all the way on top of shit. I don't know what I'm. I'm just eating, so I'm not hungry. I told you I'm eating bullshit. Not really bullshit, but I just know it don't have you know it's vegan. So uh, I do a lot of beans. You know what I mean? I do some beans, some bean work. Uh, we dealing with nuts. Nuts got protein in it. We dealing with you know. Hopefully there's some some protein in these plants. I'm doing some green juices and things of that nature. Uh, I haven't been taking any additional like vitamins, things like that. I need to start getting into maybe some of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> lady bought some uh, some type of I forget some type of yeast mm-hmm. that you shake on. I've seen this some type of yeast. The yeast got some shit. In it. I ain't fuck with the yeast yet. <laughs> I just, yeast don't sound cool. <laughs> but uh, like an infection. Yeah, yeast. <laughs> put some yeast on your food. Nah, I'm good. Put some yeast on that beer. I've been eating uh. I just be eating just to get by. I've been eating falafels. I've been eating uh go to Taco Bell and just get a straight bean and rice burrito. Uh I just bought this Beyond Burger, the Beyond Meat that they sell at Whole Foods. Okay. Supposedly, shout out to uh <clears throat> shout out to my cousin Seiko, Dr. Gathers. He uh he tells me, and he's not vegan, but it, you know, it still gotta look at with the side eye. He says this Beyond Burger tastes like Shake Shack. You had you had it? I I bought it yesterday. I'm gonna cook it today. Okay, okay. okay. I'm gonna let you know the real because you said this before on the show, right? I I couldn't find it. I'd heard about it. He told me about it. I didn't find. No, 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 no. I talked to you about Superiority Burger. You said some some vegan shit that was tastes like Shake Shack. That was exactly. He told me about that, but then there was another place called Superiority Burger, which has some type of pea protein that supposedly bleeds like real meat. I went and tried that shit. Nah. I'm tired of vegans telling me what try, what tastes like what they don't eat. You know what I mean? <laughs> this shit. That's what I think the problem with veganism is. What this is the thing. It's giving me some perspective. Every meal that you eat doesn't have to be Instagram worthy, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we in this Guy Fieri, Anthony Bourdain, Instagram culture where everything is for the gram. There's no such thing as a struggle plate. Nobody's just eating. Just you know, right. this shit don't have to be a big fucking event, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sometimes the shit might not even be that enjoyable. It's just fuel. Like it start, you start to lower your expectations about a meal. You're like, all right, listen, as long as I walk away from this shit full and able-bodied, this enough. <laughs> Maybe I don't need to like what I eat. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> but then the other thing is, uh, stop leveraging meat as the as the the, the point of reference. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't hit me with the quote unquote chicken. This shit don't taste like fucking chicken. And like you, you already want me to give up meat. Now you want me to suspend my, my fucking Your imagination. Yeah, come on. I gotta be in a state of discipline. Get the fuck out of here, man. Let's be honest with one another. So what would you call it? I'd call it some some uh what would I call it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like what would I what What would you liken it to? Like, you no, know, they liken it to beef. You know what I'm saying? What would you like the burger or whatever you had, the superior the burger, it what shit, would you say that shit was? It shit tastes like if it if it wasn't called burger, if it wasn't likened to meat, what would you fucking call it? It's like a like a like a, a pea cake, 
It's like not like a like peas, like green beans or mm-hmm. peas or whatever, or it's whatever peas they use it for this shit. Uh-huh. It's like it's like if you caked it up, like if you uh-huh. were burger patty in it, uh-huh. and you you got a nice but little. But you just sear. liking it back to a burger. No, again. no, 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 no. Okay, so that's why I go back to so cake, like, like a whole cake, like a whole cake, or like even like a potato pancake yeah, type yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. What you getting is a nice little sear because you got that hard, that hot grill, and that mm-hmm. whatever grape seed oil or whatever fuck you use it. Got that hot grill, so you're gonna get a nice crust. Mm-hmm. That's gonna that's going to the thing about when you're doing the vegan shit is a lot of this plant stuff don't really have a lot of. Hardiness to it, no, no juice, no real juice, no bite. <laughs> you know? So what we get is the the simulation of a crunch bite. But once you get beyond that, it's, it's just, just a mush. dry it's just mush. <laughs> <laughs> and it don't taste like burnt. hot baby food. <laughs> and you just got exactly with a crust, and you just you chew it confused. Like this shit, am I supposed to like this shit? But, but see, if you oh, if God. you did it how you just did it and called the shit a pea cake. As opposed to a burger. It wouldn't sell. It don't matter. You're a vegan. <laughs> Be honest with yourself. You're a fucking vegan. But you don't care. They need, to, they need to try to figure out some messaging to make pea cakes sexy. That's right. That's where you come in. That's the opportunity. Well, listen. Pea cakes, nickel. I'm one weekend. I don't want to take the burden of the whole movement on. <laughs> but, I, you know, I will. I put together a one sheet. Put together a deck you know for saying? veganism. You know hey, shit. I could do that shit. today. Keep it real. Keep it real foods incorporated. So, yeah. So that's... That's what we've been doing. Shout out to my shout out to Kingston Tropical uh, Bakery. That's one of the best places to get a, a a beef patty in New York City, up in the Bronx. But they also have a fucking veggie patty. Wow. That's banana sandwich. But I is don't it know. Vegan? I don't know because that's the other thing. We went. I sped right past vegetarianism to yeah. veganism, which is super, <laughs> that's hard coke. <laughs> it's like hard coke. triple black diamond on the on the ski slopes. That's hard coke. Yeah, I really went all in, but you know, fuck it. It is what it is. That is. Uh, what else is going man, on? Man, it was a it was a Black Renaissance weekend. A week? Oh yeah, it was definitely it was a, Black yeah. moments. Yeah, man, it was a lot going on. Did you see? Of, did you see Girls Trip? I, seen, I did not see Girls Trip. I ain't seen you know what I'm saying? But shout yeah. out to Tiffany Haddish though, having her motherfucking coming out party. She's been funny forever. No so doubt. Shout out. You know what I mean? Shout out to it seems like this is a breakout role. Yeah, that's 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 breakout. So, you know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to Will Packer. Yeah. He hit the billion dollar mark. Ooh. Billion dollar gross him. Quietly. You know what I'm saying? Quietly. I, I didn't even hear about that shit. Get nah, that one that one news, buddy, he hit it. That's big. He got a it's a piece in New York. It's a piece in New York Times today mm-hmm. that's announcing his new deal that that shouts it out. That's what's but up. But he had been close for you know what I'm saying? His last movie he got close and then this one he he went on through. That's dope. That's you know what I'm saying? Damn, so, billion dollars. Billion dollar in grosses ticket sales. Oh, that's bananas. Yeah, that's that's, that's big shit. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to him. Shout out to, you know, Girl Strip being a unanimous. I mean, I ain't seen it, but everybody that's seen it is unanimous. It's the shit. You know what I'm saying? From from the woke to the shea butters to the you to know the ratchet. to the ratchet to the you know what I'm saying? Everybody from my from elementary school to, you know what I'm saying? You ain't seen nobody. Neighbors. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody fuck with it. They love it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So that was a I mean, win. It's a good cast. I mean, Regina Hall, I still think is one of the funniest motherfuckers in the game that people don't say is funny. She don't present herself as a comedian or a mm-hmm. comedy actor, but she funny as shit. Obviously, Jada and Queen Latifah. OGs. Mm-hmm. OGs. You know. You know what I'm saying? Set it off, crew. You know what I mean? That shit is cool. I got to check it out. I got to check it out. Uh, I got to check it out. It's, I was reluctant, you know, because... 
I mean, should that be an end of conversation field trip? Uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's weird. It's girls trip, right? Yeah. So it's like a ladies movie, it's right? Ladies so it's movie. like, even my lady, she's going to see it with her people, her right. girls, right. right? You know what I mean? I don't think you, you know... But I, I want to see what the you gotta phenomenon be in the is. conversation. Right. Well, we not in the conversation. We, we got to get in the conversation. That's what do. I'm saying. We go, we get in the conversation. Fellas, go see girls. Trip. And then we come back and report. You know what I'm saying? See what's what from the outside. Have the first contrary review. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, that shit. That shit was regular. Regular. Nah, nah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> get dragged for that shit. Nigga. Uh, fuck up this, this, this. Uh, nah, it's a moment, man. Yeah, it's a moment. Yeah, what, what, what the fuck? Else? Power was off the chain. Power was Wait, a listen, good man. ass episode. What the fucking Courtney, man? She doing a fucking great job. She's killing it. She's writing killing this shit, it. She's man. Killing it. Cause the shit, man, it, it it not only keeps you into it, you can already see where it sets you up for yeah. the next couple seasons. You know what I'm right. saying? They got a couple seasons out of this last episode. She bodying it. You know what I'm saying? They doing a fucking good job. Man. It was a it was it was a uh Eventful episode. There's a lot of things. Yeah, we want to do. We want to do a little recap. I mean, you let's know, talk about it. Talk, talk about it. We ain't gonna spoil it too much for you. But if you haven't seen it, I feel like after it's it's been out. If you haven't seen it, we're 40 minutes into this conversation. Right. If this you want to check out, you know, what I mean, yeah. don't check out. We here. Yeah, let's let's, let's listen we, to we this. We're gonna recap. try. We're gonna try. We're to gonna be do our best. Sensitive to your procrastinating ass. Yes. Or okay. your non-stars having ass you know trying what I mean? to, you know what I'm saying, on, catch you a fire stick. Everybody got a fire stick. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I don't have a fire stick. Uh, anyway. Yet. I just, <laughs> just want to be on the record. Uh, What's going on, man? Ghost. Yo, Ghost had a moment of fury. Oh, yeah. Ghost couldn't even contain his Let's be honest. Because I was watching it. Did you think initially that was a dream sequence? I did. Because it was like, wait a minute, this is this way is, too... These motherfuckers is throwing it all out. He risked it all. He did. He threw his whole shit away. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he just went couldn't take it. to 100. A and thousand. I mean, I mean that, that was gruesome. That was gruesome. I mean, that was one of them Game of Thrones ass murder scenes. Was, you know that, was, that was like a high budget murder scene. That was a world star beating. <laughs> that was that was world star when it hit you with the the second screen. They say, "Now this is extremely graphic. Do you yeah, want to click exactly. again?" Exactly. That yeah. shit was like, ooh, I, had, yeah. I was well, I was I was watching that shit in the airport. Oh damn! So, so it was it was bugged out on a couple of different scenes. <laughs> <laughs> was it some fucking go? Oh Yo, yeah. yeah, it was it's, some fucking. It was some wow fucking. I would give you some acrobatic fucking. You know what I'm saying? Shit, my I had my headphones on, but I was wondering if the shit was too loud. <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm trying to cover the shit. Cover like, your screen, you're looking like a creep. <laughs> like damn, they went all out right. It's here. a creep in Terminal D. You know what I'm saying? Like, Come get this. I'm looking at hardcore porn. <laughs> So, so yeah, they 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 gave it to it. <coughs> shit it. shit about hard. to get interesting with Fifty. Yeah, well, Fifty. I'm glad that Anika Noni Rose is back. They really ain't fuck with her character much this season so far, but she's so gangster. Yeah, that I hope I hope she get a couple episodes arc before. I think it's Fifty gonna have to die. I think Fifty going. This is some of my predictions. I don't do spoilers. I do predictions. No doubt. Uh, speculation report. Speculation report. I think, and I felt like this a couple weeks ago, and I felt like I should have put, I should have publicly put this hot take out there when I first did. But I think Tommy gonna kill Keisha. I just feel like that's gonna happen. I, don't think Tommy gonna kill I felt Keisha. like from the beginning. I don't think Tommy well, gonna kill like her. I don't think he gonna, gonna kill another. Something gonna happen because 
she feels still a little too much like a, a she, she's not all the way with the program nah, and this she, shit she, I mean she, Ghost got out of jail so maybe should have settled maybe should have settled right but uh I've been feeling like if if Keisha die it's gonna be Tommy that kill her I don't know I don't think Tommy gonna kill Keisha that's just my own uh-huh. personal well, take that you know I think uh, I don't know what's gonna happen with the pops. I don't know what's going situation. I don't know. What the he situation. in for a long haul now. That's a murder. So you know they could bring him back at any motherfucking time. To about pops in the jail. Right, 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 yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah, he's he's indebted. You know what I'm saying? He's he indebted. indebted to that motherfucker. So I'm curious what what he gonna want. Um, Tariq. Tariq is kidnapped again. Is Tariq gonna get killed? I don't think they're gonna let Tariq <sighs> get killed. But they gonna kill the fuck out of Fifty. Yeah, they gonna. We know Fifty was supposed to. Fifty was supposed to die it's three seasons ago. Second time dying. <laughs> he didn't died before. Remember he came back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. With, rose like the phoenix with no with minimal burns. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he got that shit off with some userin. Uh, who else is who else is around? Homeboy about to get rocked. Uh, what's my guy, Junior? The, 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 Nine nine one seven. No seven one eight is going is going to be the one that, that pull that shit together for ghosts that fifty back in the mix. Why you say that? Because he, he he saw he saw he saw Kanan at the at the um at the underground party at the underground party. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, he saw him through the window. He saw um a man talking to Kanan through the window. Dre talking to Kanan. Yeah, he saw oh, Dre, I missed and that. you know Dre trying to set him up. You know what I'm saying? So up. he he remember he was he was fucking with the bartender. Yeah. Now where? Who brought the bartender? Because I know we can't trust the bartender. But who brought? Nah, was it? Nah, she worked for. She worked for the other guy. Yeah. What's the cat name? Who was talking to Fifty? What's the name? You just said Dre. Dre. She worked for Dre at the club. And remember when my man came to the club, he was like, "Damn, you, you, you know what I'm saying? How you don't fuck all your um boss, boss staff? He's no, like, I That's know bad that. for business." But who brought her in? Did did my man nine one seven one eight? Did he bring her in, or was it? The white guy before is nine one seven seven one eight. I'm sorry, seven one eight. The same cat. Did he just cut his hair, or was there another white guy before that was his partner? What happened to that guy? I don't, I don't remember all them people, man. Remember, it was a white guy. There's a lot of white guys. Ghost had another white guy that was a partner that Milan. used to do the books. No, oh, you nah, nah. That's the cat. That, that was, he was straight cut cat. He wasn't in the streets. Yeah, what happened to him? He got killed. They, nah, Ghost fired him. And that's it? Nah, he could he, he he was the one passing on some information. Like he he was set to testify in the court, I think. They was he they was gonna use him as a witness. Really? Yeah. They they brought him up a couple episodes ago. They just brought him up. They didn't show him. Nah, they ain't show him. They oh, just okay. they brought him up. They was like, you know what I'm saying? Because my thing is I remember when she came in, uh-huh. the Asian bartender. I remember Ghost was like, yo, who who hired or somebody was like, yo, who hired her? And he right. was like, I hired. I forget who was the person. I'm Milan. To... Milan. And Milan was security. Security, but he was the plug. But she was, so she's been crooked from the door. You can't she... be trusted from the door. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? At this point, 718 yeah. is getting pillow talk information. That's what that whole fuck scene was all about. Right. Because Dre trying to set him up. You know what I'm saying? So he could take his spot. To look, to look incompetent. Right. So, so he hitting the girl getting the pillow talk. Right. And then when he showed up and then he see Kane in there, he about to put Ghost on to some shit. Because Tommy don't trust him. See, Tommy already checked him. So they probably going to kill Dre easily then. Either somebody, either Dre or 718 got to go. Right. Definitely. 
I, I I feel like Dre's positioning himself more to be a little bit more. But if you just put me onto this Lil Canaan information, that brings him up above Dre as far as trustworthiness. He, exactly. Especially with Tariq out there, fiend out. Right. Bugging and my out, man and 718 is trustworthy. He ain't never, you know what I'm saying, right. crossed the, the game. You he know just got saying? a horrible tattoo. Well, you know, <laughs> it just it just looked real. Well, it just TV. looked real. Yeah, it looked yeah, real TV. It's TV. It's tattoo, just that yeah. lone seven one eight, <laughs> and just big ass by itself. <laughs> anyway, ah oh, yeah, shit. Man. So that shit was good, man. Insecure back. You know what that I'm shit was a good episode. That man. shit was a good nice episode. Shot. Uh, yeah, that shit was good, man. But what the fuck's up with these niggas on the internet? That's like Lawrence Hive. <sighs> What the fuck's up with that that's shit? Like, weirdo that's, shit. Like, like, I, I, it's I like, you know what I'm saying? How the fuck does that happen? How like how a group of dudes get, you know what I'm saying? We, we stand and we the hive for Lawrence. I don't even know what they, what the high, I guess was the hive is against female infidelity? No, the hive, see, the hive originally, Lawrence hive originally started with the girls at the last episode last season when he, uh, when he, was tearing shorty, when he tearing shorty up. <laughs> then the girls found out that Lawrence was supposed to be the man. You know what I'm saying? It's supposed to be they sexy. Seen him fucking. They seen him fucking and shit. Oh, is that how it started? That's how it started. I didn't know. You know, no dudes better not come up with no shit. The Lawrence Hive. That's I thought no, no, no. As fuck. I thought Lawrence Hive because I've seen guys self-identify as Lawrence Hive. They now the guys have co-opted the shit, which is the weirdest shit ever. I thought. I thought they was on some old. They probably team, you know how the whole team shit right. hashtag team whatever Issa right. t- so I felt like they these Lawrence Hive cats was like Issa was in the wrong so we're you know we're the guys that are supporting him I mean that could be one take but it's also you know what I'm saying Lawrence Hive you know he he out here tearing shit up you know what I'm saying yeah you know so that's one part There's of that it. other part just the cat just you yeah, know he out here tearing shit up you know what I'm saying living his best life you know what I'm saying he getting the he getting the, the scenes in you know what yeah. I mean. He is shaby, young. Yeah, he young. He's single, fucking free, wrong. fucking raw. You know what I'm saying? With no consequences. That shit, that crazy. I'm not into none of this hive culture, the hive, the stand, all fandom. of that. Teams and all fandom. of that shit. I've never participated in no parts of but none you, of that but shit. But you should have a D-Lemon, the, the Lemon Tribe. The lemon Heads at one point. <laughs> we had the Lemon Heads as a, as a pilot testing. <laughs> you know what? Support me, y'all. But I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not. I'm not into the whole fanaticism. So I'm, I don't even encourage you. I encourage you to come see me at a show. If you think I'm funny, you know, follow me on Twitter. Say, yo, you funny, and, and speak to people to get me greater opportunity. But but, the, but it ain't gotta be no hive or no no stand. But the fans won't need something, this man. Is, this is the, the fans need something. These are well wishers, as Bev would say. These are just people that. That care about the kid. That right. send good energy my way. Don't be weird. Because that's the thing. But weird get you up there, though. It might, it, it's weird, but weird, weird, you know what I'm saying? Well, let me, let me, let me not, let me not even add no stigma to weird. Because, you know, nowadays everybody, everything is a trigger. You know what I mean? I don't want to <laughs> say nobody's weird in a bad way. I just say, look, if you support people, <clears throat> that's good. But the stand, like to openly stand and all of this shit, I just guess, I guess I'm a little bit removed from that. I'm a fan of a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm a Jay-Z fan. I don't think I'm a Jay-Z stand. I don't think I'm, what is the, I feel like a stand is somebody that does it, that is, uh, 
absolutely biased. It can't really give any real critique or what they say. They just take everything in like a sycophant. Yeah, but you know, the stand come from the Eminem song. Right. No, you know I know where. So it's deep. You know, it's a motherfucker that go all the way deep. They put their life on it. Do you stand for anybody? My wife. <laughs> there you go. You, you know stand for anybody? <laughs> no, I. I mean, I like someone's work. I don't care. I, I don't have a sense about personality. Right. Oh, I'm not person. even mad at saying I'm a fan. A fan is cool. I'm a, I'm a fan of a lot of shit. That's cool. I appreciate that. You know what I mean? But like, I don't want it because it's been a bunch of fan bases over time that have kind of fucked it up for the, the people that they fanning for. You know what I mean? Like you ever go to, like you ever like a band or like a, like anything and they, their fan base is so weird that you don't really want to be in the proximity. You know what I'm saying? Like, like who? <clears throat> Who's been weird? I remember. I don't like to put fan. This weird ass fan bases. There's like. Uh, let me think. I'm trying to think of some people where it's just like. Where you like? Eh. I mean, I like them, but I ain't, I ain't a fan like that. You I know mean, what I'm saying like. Uh, I ain't going. This shit is tripped out because, you know what I'm saying, it's it's people who fan for a lot of shit. Like, like in this shit, you know what I'm saying? I guess it's like being in a gang. I guess you just want some friends. I guess that's I mean, like some the, people that you can relate to. That's, that's what some, y'all do. And sometimes you relate to a motherfucking artist or a, a sports figure or, or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? A thing. I don't know. You relate to it in t- such a way that, you know what I'm saying, you feel connected to it. You right. know what I'm saying? Like I've never experienced that, but you know, I can understand it. Like I'm a big fan of the. I've, I, as a growing, I was a big fan of the Roots. I like the Roots, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I go to like you know they had like OK Player. Like they were one of the first to kind of start that whole like online right. fan base, right. and it gets strong. It get yeah, big, it was, right? was, yeah. It'd be some weird motherfucker. Like I've I know some good friends that I've met through that, but it, it could it could get a little. Weird sometimes, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and I don't want to stigmatize anybody. I guess it's just the potential. <clears throat> I don't like it when people are just fawning to the point to where <laughs> they don't they they lose perspective. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They lose. They're not objective no more. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like, and even in real life, if people like fuck with you. That's cool. But if people fuck with you, like you know what I mean, like fuck with you, fuck with you, where you be like, yo, I think I might want to kill somebody. Like I'm with it. <laughs> I'm with it. <laughs> you like, wait a minute. I, I feel like you might kill me. You crazy. You yeah, crazy. John you know? Lennon. Yeah. Anyway. You know what I'm saying? I had Roots. The Roots was one of my celebrity beefs. Not Uh-oh. the Roots. The whole Roots. But Uh-oh. Quest Love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> celebrity. Mr. Muhammad Celebrity I, Beefs. <laughs> volume four. It's got to be at least volume four. Who we got on that list? We got Spike Lee, Peter Dinklage. Uh, who else is on this shit? Uh, Questlove. And then number three or four. Oh, my. Or five. Mm-hmm. Now, when I, when I first got on that vibe, the first thing we did was this concert, three-day concert in right. Florida, Vibe Live. And the Roots was one of the groups that I booked. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And then once we, we got them there, we... we you know what I'm saying? Picked them up for sound check and shit. And then we got them, picked them up for the show. And then we got them in the green room. And um, I had just had my first son, you know what I'm saying, whose name is Amir. Mm-hmm. And um, 
So I was meeting everybody like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Da, 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 da. When I got to Quest Love, mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, I'm Amir. I was like, oh, man, my son, I just had a son. His name is Amir. And then this nigga just said, and I, don't, and I didn't know his humor. Right. Now I understand the type of person he is, uh, and I okay. understand his humor <laughs> a little bit. But I'm young. I'm 20-some years old. Uh-huh. and this New father. New father. I'm <laughs> expressing some shit. You right. know what I'm saying? I'm fresh out of the... I'm, I'm new to this entertainment <laughs> shit. I'm fresh out of the streets. You know what I'm saying? Fresh out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I don't really know how this shit go, and I don't know the humor. And this motherfucker say what? So I said, yeah, man, I just had a son a few days ago. His name's Amir. And he was like... A lot of people name their kids after me. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Now, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. You think he was being funny or you think he was being sincere? Do you think he No. Because, again, back to what I said, there's a lot of Staniels right. in that circle. And, and, and it might have been. I don't know. I never, I can't confirm nor deny. I took offense to the shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I went all the way like, God, who the fuck this nigga think he is? What you saying that moment? He was like, did you say no? I, I didn't say nothing. I was just like, I ain't you, even, I stepped off. <laughs> you ain't make it clear. He was like, no, fam, it's nothing to do with you. Nah, I stepped off. I let like, that right, motherfucker be who he's going to be. I'm, I'm in a new space. I'm in a new, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. I was like ghost, you know what I'm saying, trying to be a model prisoner and shit. Right, 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 <laughs> you know right, right. So I was like, you know, that's weird. Right. And I stepped off. I just, and I just, I never fucked with him. No. Like, <laughs> Hilarious. But you know what I'm saying? Now I read his shit sometimes and I, I, I see his type of humor. Right. And I see his stories where celebrities has, have dissed, dissed him. Right. And I understand it now. I understand the right. motherfucker. He's just a weird motherfucker with right. a weird sense of humor. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? So, you know, now that I'm a more evolved as shit, I get it. <laughs> so it's this, uh, we might be able to do a peace treaty. No, yeah, it was might not, come off it, the list. It, it, it wasn't like a, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like a, you know what I'm saying? That kind of beat, but okay. it, you know what I'm saying? It was just no like, Mac Ten bag. Nah, okay, nah, 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 cool. nah, nah, nah. I don't go off the handle. That's my pops. My pops. <laughs> like, you, know, you know what I'm saying? What the fuck that nigga say to you? <laughs> Mac Ten bag. <laughs> uh, ain't nobody motherfucking name their kids after you. Hilarious. <laughs> 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 That's funny. <laughs> Ah, shit. Speaking of deadpan humor, man, I was listening to, uh, I've been fucking with Audible. This is not an ad. <laughs> fucking with Audible. For a while, I was feeling a little um, a little guilty for listening to books rather than reading books, because mm-hmm. I did go to college, you know, <laughs> but and I know how to read. Let it be known. Yeah, I can read well, loud, you know, but sometimes motherfuckers don't feel like carrying no book. Sometimes you feel like it takes forever to get through a book. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's easy just to listen to a fucking book. Right. So I've been on some Audible shit. I've been listening to a few books. I listened to the Kevin Hart book. Mm-hmm. You know, it was narrated by Kevin Hart, so that was that cool. That was cool. You know what I mean? Um, Should have been fucked up. It was narrated by some white man. <laughs> well, yeah, or just somebody. Hey, so, with, yes, I grew up in Philadelphia. <laughs> with no comedic timing. It would have been horrible. <laughs> I listened to uh, Anthony Bourdain's show. I listened to Issa Rae's show. Let's do a few pieces. I bought her book. Yeah? Yeah. There you go. Shout out to... Well, I bought it somehow. I bought the audio. No doubt. All right. I'm talking about... I wasn't wasn't trying to say. I I wasn't trying to say. She has a great story, though. I like her story. Yeah, she got it. It was a good book. I like like who who she is. I was listening to Thank You for Coming to Hattiesburg by Todd Barry. Todd Barry is a very funny comedian. Very like uh, deadpan delivery. One of the best deadpan deliveries in the game. Wow, like I guess you could call him low energy. He's not gonna give you a whole lot of you know what I mean. But it's like 
It's low energy, deadpan, funny as shit though. But it's a it's a it's a travel log basically about him playing like secondary markets in the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when he's not playing San Francisco or LA, when he's playing Hattiesburg, when he's playing Ogden, Iowa, or you know what I mean, Sacramento and shit like that. And he just goes through it. It, is, it was really cool just to listen to it as a comedian, as somebody that's on the road and every, you know, sometimes it's not always the biggest city. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just to just to hear their reports from, it. especially somebody that's been in the game for a while, is you know definitely a, a beast in the game. You know what I mean? Just to hear their perspective on it, it was it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I checked that out. But uh, yeah, I fuck with Audible. I like that shit. <clears throat> They're not sponsors, but uh, anyway. <laughs> what else is going on? Okay. Anything else that we want to... Shit. Well, well, we, we got other shit. We got some shit to talk go, about, go, man. Yeah, nigga. Shit. Man, got me, got me talking. <clears throat> Let's talk then, man. man. You know, I'll be talking. You I heard be, the Meek album? I did listen. I mean, I skimmed through the Meek album. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know how when you used to have an album and you could right. pick up the needle, you play right. play a few bars. Did that. Yeah, I, like yeah. when you was listening for samples. Yeah. Well, I get that. <clears throat> I like Meek. I like Meek in spurts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like him for the type of song that he makes. Right. And I'll probably find the best type of song on the album that's right. like that type of song. Uh-huh. High energy. Because he never changes his voice. It's like his whole shit is always... Nah, well, this just this just me on the outside. Go ahead, you know keep saying? going. Right, right. It's intense. The whole album, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? A lot of cardio music. You know what I mean? So you know, I just need one of them songs. Right. If, it's if too you, much. If you got 14 of them, give me one. Give me the best one. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I listen to it like that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't really give it no full. I ain't give it the full justice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he said some slick shit about Miami that got all the Miami people Ooh. riled up. <laughs> so. He got Trick Daddy very upset. Trick Daddy, I, you know, I'm a fucking huge <laughs> Trick Daddy fan. <sighs> I don't like to see cats like that upset on the Instagram. <laughs> just, you know what I mean? Like, Uncomfortable. Man, it's like, come on, for you grown that. Like, you know what I mean? Because I'm looking at the whole. I want to see the behind-the-scenes footage of this motherfucker yelling, trying to keep that intensity, looking at his fucking iPhone, and then I'm going to tell you motherfuckers another thing. You know what I mean? It's like... You know, he come with the Martin Luther King argument, too. Right, 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 right. But, you know, Trick Daddy is a, is a G. But so the he fucked up because he... I guess he's trying to take credit. I don't know if he's trying to take no. credit. He says he... Which was... He's I, got, well, he, I heard he said that he brought... The yacht life and right, the right, right. and the motorcycles. I, I, I think I think he's speaking from a perspective of where he's coming from. His generation and his his. his, yeah, his I think he talking about you know what I'm saying cats from around where he from and all right. that shit. You know what I'm saying now they they want to do some of the shit that he doing. Right. You know what I'm saying how you know everybody was wearing Cubans. He came with the diamond chains, but you know again all of that shit had been done. You know what I'm saying? He ain't did a motherfucking thing new. Will Smith, you know Miami. You know what I'm saying? Like no. so, so you know, Luke went on his diatribe. You right. know what I'm saying? He he was like, shit. I didn't J- see the Luke diatribe. Well, Luke had to hit them with the knowledge. Knowledge. You, Luke was like, well, shit. You were you talking about? You you the first one to bring jet skis. Da, 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 da. Go to go to such and such video, 1995. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? First, when you bring cars in the video, go to the move something video. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the move something video, well, they have some cars. Yeah. It was like one of them situations. Move something. 
Bomb video was revolutionary. Right. First one with the with the big booty girl. That's on 15th Street. I thought on the 15th other one. Fifteen Fifteen That's what you said last week. That was the one with the bodacious body. Yeah, yeah, women. with the bodacious. But it also had the cars. Actually, um, my home my my homeboy, his cousin Musclehead, was in there with the convertible Benz in that one. Shout out to Musclehead. You know what I'm saying? So it was, you know, what I'm saying it was a situation in, in real life. So. For, you know, Luke was like, you know what I'm saying, just go to the move something video. You know what I'm saying? Go to this video. He was like, you know what I'm saying? You talking about you first one with the G5s. And I owned the jet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was, But it was so funny because he was sitting in the airport when he was doing his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, no shade, you know what I'm saying? Because that's the homie, you know what I'm saying? That's the OG. That's the OG. But it, it just it, it just, it struck me as comedy in that moment. Group number four. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I own the jet. It struck me as comedy when he was saying, shit, and I own the jet. You know what I'm saying? And you see American Airlines in the background. Now boarding group three. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? Not that it didn't have, you know, it was less valid it was right. just it just had some humor to it it was to funny me. it was funny do you think well we're gonna get into this mm-hmm. but just for a second mm-hmm. i want to have a whole conversation about this we'll talk about this again or we'll keep talking about this shit because just for a second just for the fact where you was like hold on not to be funny you know the motherfucker was at the airport <laughs> do you feel like now that now that hip-hop has got a few generations Going mm-hmm. on, right? Mm-hmm. It's got people from all cultures jumping in it, and it's you know everybody ain't everybody ain't young no more. Cats that was young and vital are older now, mm-hmm. and they're you know they're exalted and they're in the rafters, but they old and it might not be not to say that they're not relevant. Mm-hmm. But do you ever feel like at some point hip hop will really get a full sense of humor? You know what I'm saying? I, mean, like, I think hip hop has a great sense of humor. All right, because I mean, because I think we do have some of the best funny motherfuckers, <laughs> but there's also like this whole thing where you gotta toe the line where when you say something that might be irreverent or just pointing at some shit, you gotta be clear to be like, no disrespect, no doubt. I don't want to ruffle no well, feathers. And especially it depends on the type of hip hop you make. You know what I'm saying? So like, say Meek Mills and Rick Ross and all right. these guys, they make street music. You know what I'm saying? They right. talk a lot of street shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of thug, three street, you know what I'm saying? Right. Shit. Yeah. So, which means they gotta... when you say certain shit, you're speaking to an audience that's listening like, wait, wait, right. wait, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of street shit, you know what I'm saying? That geography is some, you know what I'm saying, some real shit when it comes to the streets. Cause right. Cause the motherfucker, the studio. Cause motherfuckers don't hold shit back with checking you once you come into town. Right. And it ain't like nobody ain't gonna know you came to town. Right. right. Your shit. You know Especially what I'm saying? Meek. Meek Mill gonna be at the such and such right. on such and such night at such and such time. Mad Diamonds. You know what I'm saying? Mad Diamonds. The strippers gonna tell every right. way, every move you make. You know, I see Meek. you know what I'm saying? Your Meek coming to town. You know he always stay at the such and such. Right. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> at the such and such. You know what I'm saying? So Yo, somebody don't make some type of venue called the such and such. I gotta somebody gotta capitalize on the such and such. You know what I'm saying? So when you when you talking street shit such and such, sweet and you and you say certain things about certain cities and certain regions and shit, yeah. that shit becomes a different conversation than just, you know what I'm saying? If, right. You know. Right, right, right. If you right. if you, you know what I'm saying, if you fucking you fucking um, will I am and shit. You like right. you know you know I, I you know I was the first one to go to Miami and have an iPhone on the yacht. 
Right. And, you know what I'm saying? And guilty base. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's different. Nobody ain't going to really check Will I Am. Because it's a different type of it's energy. It's a different energy. He ain't speaking to the same group right. of people. I dig it. I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? I think, I mean, I don't even think, I think it was just one of them things. To your point, I think he was probably talking about his generation, the people at his peer group. The he people wasn't he even the first against. in his generation. He might not. Who's in his generation? Who Shit. Would be? Oh, well, he was doing, Rick Ross was doing before him. But Except for riding of, dirt is bikes. Is he part of Rick Ross's generation? Because I feel like Rick Ross put him on, put him in position. Right, but they, I mean, they peers. They are Same peers. fucking time. Yeah, like, who? I mean, Did Rick have the yachts going heavy like that? I don't know, but he know. yeah, he did videos and matches and yachts. Port of shit, Miami, you know right? Port, right? You know what I'm right, saying? Right. So I mean shit. So he was talking that dog. I mean, I don't know what the fuck. Meek always saying some shit that don't have no whole lot of context. Yeah. It just be like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of you know, it's crazy because when you are a celebrity and you in demand and you going city to city every fucking day. Right. You know what I'm saying? You in the studio, you on the stage. Right. They, they you know what I'm saying, they take you from the stage to your you know what I'm saying? Bus to your plane right. and you out. You know what I'm saying? It starts to become a bubble. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean. All you know is you and your team. Yeah, it seemed like everybody was fucking riding jet skis and yachts and shit. It's like, shit. Right. Since the fucking 90s. Yeah. I mean, that seems that like was, that's the that thing to the do thing in thing Miami. To do. That's the thing to do on the video right. in Miami. Even regular motherfuckers was getting a jet ski. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit. You know what I'm saying? My sister was throwing yacht parties. You know what I'm saying? And she ain't no rapper or no baller. Yacht party's still a, a official. You know what I'm saying? So, like, come on. A yacht party's official till you get to the yacht. <laughs> till, till you see well, what type of yacht it is. T- that's what I'm saying. Right. Till you get to the yacht the and yacht see what, party, what it is. And it's a boat party. It's a boat. I've been, I've been on a few booze cruises it's and a boat booze party. Cru- it's yeah. a boat party. Yeah. I nah, yeah. When you're on a yacht, it's a different scenario. Yeah, I don't think I've all the way been on a full yacht piece. You know what I mean? Not a, not a dedicated yacht. If I was on a yacht, I've been on maybe one yacht, but it was like an event. It was it was a lot of people on this yacht. It wasn't like, you know how when you're on the yacht, just me, my lady, couple of the homies. You know what I'm saying? Wow. You know what I mean? Like video shit, music video shit. I don't even like the yacht because I can't swim anyway. So I'm always worried about being that deep into the water. <laughs> I feel uncomfortable. I don't want to get drunk on the yacht. Next thing you know, I take off my life jacket. You know what I'm saying? Damn, you know damn well you shouldn't have took off that life jacket. <laughs> Damn well, yeah, some motherfucker right. deliberate, deliberate if he gonna go to the funeral. Man, you know he should have took off that life jacket. Y'all party is a beautiful thing, though, man. <laughs> Son, you got you know what I'm saying. You know, Panoramic man. views of the sky. You know he can't swim. The ocean. Now, I'm saying. Take off that damn life jacket. No, no, ain't much more powerful than the ocean and shit. Mysterious and shit. Yeah. That's one place where you know you can't fucking gentrify. <laughs> well, the great white shark got that shit on smash. You're not gentrifying the ocean player. Yeah. You might get a, you might, you know, get your little yacht and float at the top. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You might throw a few pods down at the bottom and shit, but that shit is inhospitable to your ass. You know what I'm saying? You can't breathe that water. Yeah, you can't just take over. <laughs> nah. You can't tell them to turn the ice cream truck down. <laughs> Shout out to Shorty in Harlem trying to turn the ice cream truck down. Fuck out of here. Summertime. <laughs> that's the sound of the summer. Come on. That's what kicks the summer roof. Get the fuck out of here. Where you live, Matt? Uh, I live in Alphabet City. Oh, Alphabet shit. City. Oh, you a late gentrified to Alphabet City. Yeah. Yeah, you real late. Yeah. I, I, How you like it? 
Oh, I love the neighborhood. You like the noise? Because this is a noisy neighborhood. I'm in, over on Avenue B, so it's far enough. It's, it's, not, too it's bad. not too bad. You're not beefing about an ice cream truck letting the jingle play, are you? Do I look? Does my body look like one who's ever complained about an ice cream truck? There you go. I hear that shit. I hear that, man. If you ain't seen Matt's body, it's... <laughs> yeah. I look like it's a lumberjack. Ice cream. It's, he fucks with ice cream. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what do you think about that? People that come into these... These neighborhoods that are kind of known for a certain type of energy, and then you come into the neighborhood and want to change the place that you chose. You know what I mean? Like it's not like the neighborhood hid this from you, or is it? I don't know. What What do you think? I mean, I'm a little bit torn over because obviously I'm more the type that ends up doing the gentrifying than the one being gentrified. Because I'm not from New York. I've never right, but but, but my thing is. Did you ever, it's not, you might not just be the, gen, I mean, you're not from New York, you're a white man, but that don't mean that, I mean, you're gentrifying, but that doesn't mean that there's a gentrification entitlement that comes across sometimes when people feel as though where they go next should be how they left. And they don't respect the fact that every neighborhood has its own identity. And if you're going to jump into it, you don't rule this neighborhood. This is still a, this is a community that was here, pre-existed before you. That's my thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I somewhat agree with that. I understand, like, there, it has the culture, but at the same time, I view a city as a very living thing. Right. Like, New York is right now a very healthy city. It has a young population. And as bad as it is for certain neighborhoods, cities change. Right. And, it, like, neighborhoods do change, and there's nothing... It, in a healthy city, that's inevitable. Mm -hmm. So, I don't see... Like, part of it is, like, okay, you're mad at gentrification, but it's trying to fight an unstoppable force. Right. And see, and, 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 coming, and see that's and that's that's that it particular point of view, right? Is standard. But see, this is the first time in American history, I, at least from my knowledge. Uh -oh. my, speculate, my just limit, call it the speculation report. You know what I'm saying? I, don't, I ain't all the way informed, but I feel like this is the first time in this particular history in American history where the <clears throat> different classes of white people moving into neighborhoods that are totally black and of a different class, of a different culture. Right. You know what I'm saying? Usually, you know what I'm saying, it happens the other way. Like, you know what I'm saying? You get a little money, you be able to go to this particular neighborhood. It, it hasn't been where they everybody came into these old neighborhoods right, and right, said, right. hey, we're Let's here. Flip it. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna set up shop here. You know what I'm saying? So in mass, you know what I'm saying? You know, it was definitely pioneers along the way, but in mass as, as across the whole country and every city you go to is happening. So it's it's a it's a different dynamic, you know what I'm saying? When you move into a, a neighborhood that's already set up and established and it's this thing, you know what I'm saying, and you go there and you know it's, it's a white neighborhood and you go there, you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, all right, we're going to go there, we're going to pretty much assimilate to what they got going on. Right. But... It's not happening when you have, you know what I'm saying, people who come with their own money, their own, you know what I'm saying, sense of entitlement. They're coming shit. in with infrastructure with, with them. It's with, not even just they, like. They got bank loans. Right. They, you know what I'm saying? They got good, you know what I'm saying? They coming with shit to fucking set it up in a way where. Resettle it. Where they feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? So there, it's a this is like a first. You know what I'm saying? Yes, neighborhood cycle. They say, you know what I'm saying, the general lifespan of a real estate cycle is 25 years. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, in New York, it's a little bit long because the, the geography is such that, you know what I'm saying, it's different. But, you know what I'm saying, with that, this is the first time that this is happening from my from what limited saying. knowledge. You know in what your lifetime. And, and, and shit, from 
I don't know what I mean. Who knows? I mean, Who knows? Baby, baby boomers were always trying to get out of the city into the suburbs. Right. We're, he is right that we're the first generation that's, that's moving trying, into the yeah, city. I mean, I think we're really the first generation in history. Uh, I mean, before that, we was on the plantation. Then they we built was, cities. We was on the plantation. Yeah, we. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Nobody was, was trying to move to the fucking slave quarters in the plantation. Move over there. Move over. Ever get a piece of that that floor? Over that Shetland. You know what I'm saying? And then you know what I'm saying when 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 they when we did get to move into cities, you know what I'm saying? They had certain places for us. Right. Segregated. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then they desegregated shit, and then we moved in. Then white people moved a little further out. Right, then right, we right, move right. a little further out. They move a little further out. Right, you know right, right, saying? right. It was, it was a, it was a, it was so, like a nice little dance. Right. So when I grew up, it was the era of white flight. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, we moved in to their neighborhood. Right. And they were trying to figure out who the fuck were these motherfuckers. You know right. what I'm saying? We know who they are, but you know what I'm saying? How's this gonna be? You know what I'm saying? And then you know they let you swim in their pool, invite you to the house, and you know what I'm saying? You see different shit from from their perspective and shit. And then they move up. They move the fuck out. Like, hey, let's keep it moving. And then you see all of the infrastructure move with them. Mm-hmm. So all the mom and pop shops that was there when we moved in, right. they moved out too. You know what I'm saying? But now it's in reverse. Right. So it's coming back mm-hmm. into these neighborhoods where, you know what I'm saying, black populations or Hispanic populations or any you know lower class populations have been inhabiting these buildings that they left behind. Now they coming back saying, "Hey, hey, listen, man. You know what I'm saying? We want to be a part of this too. This flavor, and this art, this culture." But I'm not mad at. Let's be a part of it. Let's participate in it. I don't like when you come through, and you say, "Ah, right, this is this this flavor and this culture. This shit is just a little too loud. Let's subdue it a bit." But, because I mean, I understand any any I, I I can understand the mind state. I just don't. My thing is, when you move into a whole new neighborhood, especially a neighborhood that's established for something, right? Part of what drew you to this neighborhood was the culture. Or, or, or the cheap often rent. the cheap rent. Most of the time, it's the cheap rent. It's like, that's what they pay? Or no, we're about to take that you know over. I paid triple that. I'm going to go there and ball out. Which is, which is, which I understand, but it's kind of fucked up because it, it's, it is, it makes it too predatory. It makes the whole, like the, 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 um, the initial, the initial uh, inspiration wasn't benevolent, but obviously Listen. it's real life. It's real life. Listen. Lions and zebras see the fucking neighborhood different. There you go. Look at that. Shout out to Duke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. For sure. You know what I mean? We've been around here grazing and shit, chilling. You know what I'm saying? They was out there fucking chomping on shit. Mm-hmm. And they come and they see the shit a little different. Right. And it fucks shit up. And it, sometimes you, it's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes they had a whole neighborhood. Even in their own neighborhoods, they be doing wild shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Park Slope, to me, is like the wildest fucking white neighborhood ever. And, you know what I'm saying? It was originally a gentrifying neighborhood. Right, right, right. And now it's, you know what I'm saying, a very up, upper- Fully formed. Fully formed, upper class neighborhood again. And the motherfuckers complain about everything, man. Right? Complain. They won't, they won't let us fucking bring our baby strollers in the bar. Right. Why you want to Why bring your, your baby, baby at the bar? Why you want to? It was like, these are real. I ain't even making because that shit baby, up. This is a real no, fucking true. shit. Because your baby is your personality. That's right. the fucked up thing. Or your dog is your personality. I see that right. shit in the elevator. Pickles, are you smiling? Do you like this guy? Who the fuck? Am I having small talk with your fucking dog? You can't even introduce yourself. This is the weirdest shit ever. I was in New Orleans and the dog was at the bar. 
<laughs> ordering a drink. What's the dog drink? The bar was he was at the bar with his paws up on the counter crazy, with some shades on that and shit. shit. I, I got a picture. I ain't even lying. I got no, a picture. I believe you. I'm gonna post that shit I on Facebook. I believe you. Put that shit out. I believe you. you know what I'm saying so. You know, it's a different. It's a whole different thing. We we doing something else. They doing something else. They bring it just like you know. What I'm saying we brought it to their neighborhoods. It's just you know. What I'm saying. We gotta we gotta fucking figure out how this shit's gonna work and who's gonna who's gonna settle the culture out. You know what I'm saying? I hear that. Yeah. Yeah. As a gentrifier, let me ask you a this question. This man not a gentrifier. He he said I'm a gentrifier. I'm a late stage gentrifier. Late, it was already pretty like gentrified. He was already gentrified when he got there. <laughs> he wanted, he it was a white neighborhood. 30 years from now, he's going to take credit. You know I gentrified. You know, I, was a, I, was I was a pioneer. Was one of the first. It was me you know and uh, Hunter when S. The, Thompson. When the slums was there. Is there any like, is there like a handbook or any like unwritten rules amongst gentrifiers that be like, listen. You can get there because it ain't. You know what I mean? Like how how high on the like what 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 is in the gentrifiers uh, handbook? What are they talking about? What is the be careful with this? This is what you got to watch out for as a gentrifier. Blah blah blah. Is there any of that? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you're gonna share that with us. I don't think I'm exactly living on the frontier of gentrification <laughs> here, so it's a little bit hard for so me you to late, say. You late gentrification. Yeah, I'm, I'm late stage. I'm yeah. coming in like this. You, you, Greg said it's cool level. Like I'm walking in right when it's like, okay, now she's getting a little bit too expensive. Uh, we sh- I'm in the wrong neighborhood, clearly. Right. right. <laughs> I'm, uh, I can't afford my gentrified neighborhood. I can't afford this shit. This shit yeah. ain't even gentrified no more. I'm here. Because, I'm only there because I wanted to live with some friends. I should be living out in East. He's bumfuck. Nah. I should be. What brought you to New York? What was it about New York? Uh, I mean, I just always... I didn't really... I wanted to change my life and didn't really know where I was going. Right. So I just kind of... I lost a job and picked up and moved here and just trying to figure out what... Figure it out by, day by day. Do you know are you, where you're going to? As some, are you ever going back to Longmeadow? Are you like, I'm New York till I die? What's Longmeadow? What, what Longmeadow, Massachusetts. Okay. Oh, hell no. I'm not going back there. That I mean, I, I need more people than that. Okay. Shout out to the good people from Long, Long Metal. Metal. Well, tell us about Long Metal. I know some people. I want to reverse gentrify Long Metal. Oh, us. it's yeah. There's a very little color to Long Meadow. Yeah, that's good. We come. It's in. about as white white of a town as it gets. Yeah, come come with a bank roll. Come in with a bank roll and upset everybody. <laughs> it's the uh, grill. Bring an ice cream truck. <laughs> 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 now, nah, but how is it for real? Like, what was it like? I mean, it was a very safe place to raise a family. What the houses look like? Uh Standard New England suburban suburbs, I guess. I mean, mm-hmm. right, uh, right, right over by Springfield, which is not do not doing so hot, but we're the protected rich suburb that has all the doctors, doctors, lawyers, mm-hmm. all that. You had all a the white folks. You had yeah. a pool in your yard. Oh, we didn't, we did not own a pool. That was not my you father. Didn't have a pool. That was not my parents' cup of tea, and I'm no. I'm quite fine with that. Oh no doubt. What y'all have at your crib? I mean, I don't, I don't think I was the most spoiled person. There's plenty of spoiled people in Long Meadow. I don't think I was the most spoiled. Yeah, finished basement. No, no, no finished basement. A pool room, like a game room and shit. God, I wish. Huh? Ping what pong a, table. I wish I had all this shit. Man, what kind of rich motherfucker was you? He wasn't rich. I had the richer, <laughs> I had the richer friends. I thought it was a bankruptcy attorney. He's taking money. From, he's taking the money from people who don't have it. <laughs> What's your mom's do? Uh, she was a chemical engineer. Now she's a teacher. No, so I, uh, I, I can't complain. You, you I got come, brothers and sisters. I'm the youngest of three. Okay. So you don't see no parts of like when you raise a ch- uh, kids, if you have kids and get married and all of that, you want to do it in Alphabet City or do you want to do it in uh, Long Meadow or what's, what's, what splits the difference? I mean, I think I'll have to get to that point in my life and see. It's just right now I'm happy where I am. I don't see myself going back to there particularly. I, maybe the suburbs of suburbs of the city or suburbs somewhere or a smaller city. Mm-hmm. 
But I need something with more people than Long Like, Meadow, what did you gain from leaving Long Meadow, coming to the city? Like, what was it? Like, articulate, like, this shit ain't nothing like Long Meadow. I got this, 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 and this, and this is what I wanted. Oh, just more opportunity. I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't... Like, I just... I'm trying there's, new things. I came here. Yeah. I tried some open mics. I've tried all sorts of things and just all... The, so many things that I never would have tried if I didn't leave. Matt is in the conversation time. right now. Let me ask you this. Do you ever feel the like like you said, right? Because this is what I always wonder. Like when you go out Long Meadow and you see open mics and all of that flash shit and you partake in these scenes, do you ever feel I don't know, the duty or the the calling to be like, you know what? I participate in this shit. Maybe I could be the motherfucker that creates the ill open mic scene in Long Meadow and build the new Long Meadow culture, or do you look at Long Meadow as that should have never happened? I think right now I look at that in the rearview mirror. It's a nice, done. it's nice, right. it's, a, it's done. It's like I enjoy right. going back there for Thanksgiving and all and the holidays because it, it. it's quiet. It gets, it's when I need to get away from things. It's right. like, okay, that's quiet and just right without the pressures of the city. But let me ask you something is your, is your, you and your, your siblings' height chart still on your wall? No, my parents are redecorating the shit once the, once we're out. <laughs> like I still have some stuff stored in the basement. They're trying to get me to oh, figure like, out what they can throw out. Like, they want us out. Did you do a height chart? No, nah, I didn't see that shit till I, till I encountered white people. Mm. I seen it on TV. For the like, record, I never had a, uh, an actual height chart. But I, I mean, I know, but yeah. only I think first that's some television. Shit. No, no, did for you know real. Oh, you yeah, know people that's in real what I'm life. saying. When first time we moved to the neighborhood and it was white people and shit, and they had the fucking you know what I'm saying, yeah. Joey. You know right, what I'm right, saying. Right, right. March thirteenth, you right. know what I'm saying? 19th. Which is nice, right? Exactly, it's nice. And then, and then, um, it's just graffiti, though. And then when, and when, um, uh, you Fuck know, it. when, when, when Gregory Porter came up, he had he bought a, he bought a big ass house, and in the house we went to shoot him. You know what I'm saying? The old the old people who used to own the house, they had a height chart inside of the pantry. Right. And it's still there. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, you know, you could see those like whatever the kid's name was right. going through. Like, you know what I'm saying? I had never seen one of those until I like, see on TV. I'm curious, what's the frequency? Was it every birthday and then at what point nah, do you stop? Nah. It? I mean, it's like usually I do one now. Oh, so you started the height chart. Yeah. Right. I mean, I didn't start it, but you know what I mean? No, you started one in the house. Yeah, I started one in the house because, you know, my kids was getting tall. They just want to know how tall they are. And right. they want to know how much they've grown. Right. So, you know, they'll go to the height chart themselves. Like, hey, measure me. How long y'all been doing the height chart? Yeah, since... 10 years, Lee? Yeah. See? The height chart. Look yeah, at that. You know, right. co-opted the height chart. It's good to right. hear. But my shit ain't got good records, though, because it'd be down here like, damn, who the fuck was this? What's this? Oh, you ain't write it all the way <laughs> I in? I mean, ain't want enough room to write all that. I mean, I, now I'm pretty more detailed with it now, but before it was kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're a little reluctant to write on your... Like, yes. That's why the height chart is in my office. It's not like in... You know what I'm saying? Not, it's not in the living room. It ain't in my wife's domain. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, I control. Well, it's graffiti on here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. Man. Man, I think it's about that time. Is it time to transform and roll out? Yeah, man. They've been rocking with us for a minute. We, yeah. went, we went all this, in. This 126. Record, this record time this right might here. be. If you made it this far, I thank you for listening. No you doubt. know what I mean? It's always a pleasure. Uh, Muhammad, let them know where you're going to be. Man, first of all, shout out to all the people that's been rocking with the tour that I've been on. You know oh, right, right, right. You out here in yeah. the fucking world. Hey, everywhere that I've been, there's been somebody from the conversation that showed up. You know what I'm saying? My man showed up in Charlotte the other weekend. We were supposed to take a picture, but I ain't see him no more. I think, you know what I'm saying? But shout out for him coming through and, you know what I'm saying, um, hollering at me. 
He rolled up on me like, hey, man, somebody in your crew named Ali. I'm like, man, who want to know? <laughs> he rolled up on you with yeah, that shit? Yeah, he wrote <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, who want to know? He's like, man, I listen to the podcast. I'm like, oh, shit. So anyway, shout out to everybody who been rocking with me on the tour and everywhere we going. And um, uh, shit, where I'm going to be? I'm going to be, I think I'll be in Chicago next again. All right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm home this week. Okay. I'm on, No, I'm in D.C. on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, debating whether I'm going to Miami Saturday. Okay. But you know what I'm saying? I don't know. But I'm, I'll am i be at the motherfucking Instagram at Mr. Muhammad, M-U-M-R-M-U-H-A-M-M-A-D. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? There Holla at me there. You know what I mean? There you go. There you go. Uh, where am I going to be at? I'll be... Uh, I'm going to be in Philly, August 3rd through the 5th at the Punchline. Make sure you get your tickets now. I'm trying to I'm trying to have some motherfuckers out there. I got a lot of good people from Philly, so I need y'all to come out there. It's going to be a good one. Shout out to Connecticut. I was out in Windsor Locks this weekend. Shout out to uh, John Ivorone and my man Davey for holding me down. Uh, it was a good time out there. We had fun. Uh, where else? Where else? I think that's it. I'll probably be in the city at the stand. With the stand on uh, the first, I'm at a few different places. So go to DamianLemon.com, see what's what. And um, yeah. as always, tell a friend to tell a friend to get in the conversation. We out. And the main thing of it all is to be in the conversation. 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 This has been a Stand Up Labs production, powered by Digital Media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. We out.